Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, April 29th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Security researcher Gnome Rodem discovered an unsecured cloud server holding a 24-gigabyte database that included demographic information on more than 80 million U.S. households. Information in the database is for adults 40 and older, including full street addresses, exact longitude and latitude, full names, ages, and dates of birth, with coded entries for other fields like sex, income, and marital status, although notably no social security numbers were listed. Rodem said there is no indication this database has been accessed, but that it is still online. In a post on vpmmentor.com, he called on readers to help find the database owners. Samsung announced the Cero, a 43-inch Quantum Dot QLED TV that can be flipped 90 degrees for watching vertical video. The TV offers 4.1 channel 60-watt sound, Bixby control, a presumed 4K resolution, and support for NFC phone syncing to mirror vertical content to the display. 49- and 55-inch sizes will be coming later this year. The Cero will be available at the end of May in Korea for 18.9 million won, or roughly $16,300. Amazon launched person-to-person payments in India using Amazon Pay on Android. Payments will utilize India's UPI platform for instant bank-to-bank transfers. Payments can be sent and received by selecting a contact in an address book, entering in a UPI ID, or a bank account number. Users can also pay for Amazon deliveries by scanning an Amazon Pay QR code. Bloomberg reports that, according to sources, E-Trade is planning to let customers trade cryptocurrencies on its platform. The initial rollout would include Bitcoin and Ethereum trading, and E-Trade would reportedly consider adding more cryptocurrencies in the future. The New York Times reports that Apple removed or restricted 11 of the 17 most downloaded screen time and parental control apps over the past year. Two iOS developers filed a complaint against Apple with the EU's competition office, claiming Apple forced changes to apps to make them less useful than its own native screen time app. MacRumors published an email from Apple's Phil Schiller stating the apps removed used mobile device management profiles designed for enterprises to access devices and data, and that no developer should use MDM profiles on consumer devices due to privacy and security concerns. 
ProPublica alleges TurboTax uses deceptive design and misleading advertising to trick lower-income Americans into paying to file their taxes, even though they are eligible to do it for free. Intuit, which owns TurboTax, appears to be hiding this free option from Google Search by adding code on its site telling search engines not to list TurboTax free file in search results. Senator Ron Wyden said in a statement that Intuit's practices are outrageous and that he plans to investigate further. State Department Deputy Assistant Secretary Robert Strayer stated the U.S. government will reassess information sharing with allies who use Huawei equipment as part of the country's 5G infrastructure, specifying that the U.S. makes no distinction between core and non-core parts of 5G networks. The U.K. and Dutch carrier KPN have both barred Huawei equipment from core 5G networks, but remained open to using equipment in non-core deployments. The Chinese microblogging platform Weibo announced that the National Library of China will archive over 200 billion public Weibo posts as well as 210 million news stories from Sina.com. The archive is part of a nonprofit project aimed at chronicling the evolution of the Internet era as well as long-term development of information security and digitization of the country. Other Internet companies in China are being invited to participate as well. Archive data will be held on company servers while reviewed for policymaking and academic purposes. Spotify reported it lost 0.79 euros per share in Q1 on revenue of 1.51 billion euros, an increase of 33% on the year. Analysts had expected revenue of 1.47 billion euros and a loss of 0.35 euros per share. In the earnings report, Spotify announced it grew paid subscribers 32% on the year and now has over 100 million Spotify premium subscribers. Worldwide, the company now has 217 million monthly active users, including the free tier. The company expects to have between 222 and 228 million users by the end of the quarter, identifying smart speakers as a key growth area. And finally, the FCC approved SpaceX's request to fly some of its Starlink internet beam satellites at a much lower orbit than originally intended. Filed in November 2018, SpaceX can now launch 1,584 of the 4,425 Starlink satellites at an orbit of 550 kilometers, with the remainder flying between 1,110 and 1,325 kilometers. SpaceX requested the change after test flights, arguing that flying some satellites in lower orbit would reduce the total number needed and decrease signal latency to 15 milliseconds. The company plans to begin launching its first operational satellites later next month. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe tap to pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.